Murphy's Bedtime Stories. Murphy's. Tell me what. It's uh, right now. Chapter 8. Some Things Happen. Special Virtual Edition. Uh, let's see. Now I'll tell you what. Friday O'Leary wasn't the only character in the story with a mysterious house. Nobody knew where Jake the dog lived, neither. I bet he lives in a farm and plays with all the other animals, said Jonathan Ripples, the biggest man in town, rubbing his chins. Maybe, maybe he lives in the house of a rich man who feeds him bones made of gold, said the little girl called Peter. This is just a guess, but perhaps he lives on a farm where he plays with all the other e Suddenly, Jonathan Ripples pounced on Martin Laundriette and sat on him until he was wheezing for breath like a broken accordion. That'll teach you not to steal other people's ideas, you skinny rubbisher, said Jonathan Ripples. Come on, Peter. Let's go for an ice cream. In any case, Jake didn't live on a farm, and he didn't live in a rich man's house. Nobody knew where he lived except me, and I'm not telling you. Okay, I'll tell you for a pound. That's a, um, that's their money. Okay, fifty. Is it like a dollar? Uh, right now it's worth a couple bucks or maybe a buck fifty, something like that. Um, fifty p, I think. Maybe that's pence. I don't know. Okay, ten p. Oh come on, ten pence. It's not much. Oh go on. Oh okay, you win. I'll tell you anyway. He lived in the woods up a horse chestnut tree. He had a great big nest up there. Filled it with full of leaves, which kept him warm at night. Someone had left an old radio laying around the woods, and Jake found it one day and had taken it up to his nest, even though it didn't work. He was just a dog, after all. While Polly was searching for Jake, that very dog had been having a grand old time. He'd larked around with the cuckoos, gone cuckoo with the larks, and bought some tinfoil off a of magpie for a couple horse chestnuts. After lunch, he decided to go into town to play in a garden or two. He shimmied down the tree quicker than you could read the sentence, and set off in a very happy mood. Off he went, strolling along in the sunshine with not a care in the world, barking and burping away and singing a song which went like this. Bark, 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 woof. Soon Jake came to the town. He passed old Granny's garden with its lovely soft lawn and pond full of friendly ducks. He passed the celebrated garden of the retired rest. He passed the celebrated garden of the retired wrestler Marvin, marvelous Marvin, with its rockery in the shape of wrestling. <laughs> with the rockery in the shape of wrestling, he passed Benny McLeany's garden, where everything rhymed and the flowers grew like towers. There was only one garden Jake fancied romping around in today, and that was Mister Gums. On he went with his great furry legs. Soon he came to the high street. Watching secretly from behind his greasy window, Billy William laughed to think of the nasty surprise that awaited the unsuspected hound. It's funny, he chuckled to himself as Jake walked down the road and out of sight. At last, Jake came to the spiky fence that surrounded Mr. Gum's dirty house. He might have kept other dogs out, but Jake was one of those magnificent beasts who, who, know, no, who know not fear nor hesitation, nor how to scramble eggs properly. He did a sort of bouncing run, and in no time, in no time, 
at all. He was over it. Well, obviously not in no time at all. Of course it took some time, but not much. He landed in the garden in a shower of dirt and flowers and barked his welcoming bark to let all his garden friends know he, he arrived. His welcoming bark went like this. Bark. As opposed to his normal bark, which went like this. Bark. The animals all recognized Jake's welcoming bark because it was so different from his normal one. Do you guys catch the difference there? Yeah. The welcoming bark is this. Bark. And his normal bark is this. Bark. Totally different. Yeah. Immediately, the moles popped out of their mole holes. The squirrels popped out of their squirrel, squirrel holes. And, <laughs> and the cats popped out of their cat holes. In Mr. Gum's kitchen, the toast, <laughs> the toast popped out of the toaster. But Mr. Gum saw it trying to escape and scoffed it up greedily. What's going on? He scowled. But then his eyes lit up horridly. I bet it's him, he exclaimed. Spitting toast everywhere. I bet it's that flea bag dog. Very carefully. Very carefully, Mr. Gum tiptoed over to the kitchen window and did a secret and did secret spying with his unfriendly eyes. Outside, Jake was racing excitedly around the lawn, chasing his own tail. The caterpillars were so happy to see him that they immediately metamorphosed into butterflies. One of the caterpillars was so happy that it metamorphosed morphosed into a donkey. <laughs> One of And he got comes in later bucks. What? The cat wait, the caterpillar donkey comes in later bucks. Oh. The caterpillar one of the the caterpillars were so happy to see him that they immediately metamorphosed into butterflies. And one of the caterpillars was so happy that it metamorphosed into a donkey. The moles squeaked and the butterflies roared with pleasure. The birds came swooping out of the trees, chirping like goodens, and the sun seemed to do magic tricks in the sky. Mr. Gum watched the whole scene unfold from behind the curtains, hating all the joy that the world was having. Come on, you meddler, he said under his bad breath. Come on and eat them hawks. Then it happened. Jake suddenly stopped barking. His nose twitched as he sniffed the scent of lemonade powder. Of course, the townsfolk were always putting out delicious treats for Jake, so he thought his luck was in. He bounded over to the plate of cow hearts in the middle of the lawn. The other animals froze in horror as the big dog opened his mouth. One of the moles let out a warning squeak, but it only got as far as the squeak. It was too late. Too late. Jake's doggy jaws had already closed around a heart. Chew, chew, chew. He chewed it up. Swallow, <laughs> swallow, swallow, swallow. He swallowed it down. Go for another, go for another, go for another. He went for another heart. But before he could take another bite, he gave a sad wolf and fell over on his side. His big furry belly moving rapidly in and out. Suddenly, the sun was covered up by a dirty gray cloud the size of Sweden. Behind the curtains, Mr. Gum was laughing like a robber. 